Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is July 23rd, 2019. Alright, so I finally uh, decided to make another podcast. I know I didn't want it to be as long as it was last time, which was quite a long time. Um, So today I decided to do a podcast regarding lack of sleep. So the reason why I wanted to make a podcast about this is because last night was so horrible. My neighbors, um, or at least I thought that my neighbors above me were the ones making noise. And so I waited maybe for about 15, 30 minutes. I know I I waited quite a while, (laughs) but finally I was like, okay, that's it. And so I went upstairs and knocked on the neighbor's door and no one answered. So previous to this incident, um, my boyfriend was here and they were making a lot of noise and he was the one that went up and knocked on their door. And when he knocked, no one answered. But when he came back, the noise was gone. So that was good. And so I thought maybe if I knocked and they didn't answer and I came back there wouldn't be any noise anymore well I went I went upstairs knocked came back down to my apartment but on my way I found one of my neighbors with her dog and so I I greeted the dog and I love that dog its name is Brownie and it actually is kind of brown and I don't know it's just so cute and um, anyway she was telling me that She's like, oh, what are you doing up so late? I, I'm like, I know I'm never up this late. <laughs> and I was like, well, they're making a noise and I can't sleep because of it. And now I'm really frustrated that I can't sleep. And so while we were talking, the banging that I was hearing was a lot closer than, than before. And so I was like, wait a minute. So maybe it's not the people upstairs And so I walked over to my neighbors on the left-hand side. And finally, I I go to their door and I kind of listen. And the noise is coming from there. And so I'm like, you know what? I need to knock. I'm like, I don't know. I just can't sleep. So I knocked. And yeah, they opened their door. And it was like, I kid you not, there were like seven people in there and it looked like they all lived there and they were the ones making the noise and they were like oh we're sorry it's just that our sewage you know was overflowing and so we had someone to come and fix it and they're all like oh they're almost done and I was like oh okay great you know I wasn't going to be mean or anything I was I was just wondering if you guys were the ones making the noise and you know just letting you know that I can't sleep because of the noise And so that was that. I came back to my apartment and I went back to bed and weirdly enough, no noise anymore. So that was good. I guess they really were at the, I guess they really were finishing up that or maybe they just made it up. I don't know, but that doesn't matter to me as long as they stopped. That was, that was the best thing that could happen. So I came back, I fell asleep for maybe like 
five minutes and then I woke up and I just couldn't fall back asleep. And the five minutes I had fallen asleep wasn't even like a full, full type of sleep. It was the light kind where you're partially awake. And so I didn't want to get up from bed because I was like, okay, I need to sleep because I know I'm getting up within five hours. And so I tried to sleep, but that just didn't happen. The whole time I was just turning and moving and like trying different positions in bed so I can get comfortable. I just couldn't get comfortable at all. So finally it was... I think it was 5.20 or something. I think I put my alarm at 5.20. So I woke up at 5.20, which wasn't really waking up. It was more like getting up at 5.20. And I was like, oh, I just can't do this. I just can't go to work. I know the lack of sleep doesn't do us any good for people that have fibro. And so... I, I knew it since the beginning when I woke up. I was like, if I don't sleep, I'm going to be not feeling well for the morning. And it was 520, woke up. Or like I said, I didn't wake up, but got up. <laughs> and I just, my whole body was hurting. I couldn't move. And so I had no other choice than to call in to work. And so I called in, let them know that I wasn't feeling well. And um, <clears throat> so finally, I just finally just let them know what was going on. I left a voicemail, of course, because it was too early for them to be there, which I like to call early and not talk to anyone because when I talk to someone, it's like, oh, I'm not feeling well, by the way. I don't know. It just seems so awkward. So I always leave a voicemail. And so I did that and then I tried to go to sleep again and I actually finally did fall asleep and I woke up until like 11 in the morning and then I woke up a little bit. I wasn't fully awake so I kind of fell back asleep and woke up like at noon and so after that, I was feeling a little better. And like you all know, as you know, the morning goes by, or at least for me, um, as the morning goes by, my body starts feeling a little better, or at least good enough for me to do what I need to do. Um, so that was good. Then I actually was like, okay. I need to get things started here and wash dishes and do that stuff, which also doesn't help my body, but it's just some things that need to get done. And that is something that I wanted to accomplish today. So I did that. And I, I looked into the fridge because I knew I needed to have breakfast in order to take my meds. So I was like, okay. I can make something unhealthy or healthy. <laughs> so I obviously went with healthy and made myself an egg with spinach. And then I had like a, a small smoothie. Um, I used uh, 
I used one cup of fat-free milk. I used lactate because that usually doesn't hurt my stomach. So I used that and then I put like one strawberry, one little tiny piece of banana and like a few um, blueberries and I blended that and had that as a small little smoothie for the morning. And after that, once I cooked the egg with the spinach, I was like, I looked into the fridge and I was like, oh, look, there's chicken. <laughs> and so I cooked the chicken and and I diced it and cooked it. And um, I separated the chicken into three different containers. And so that's going to be my lunch for the next three days. So I was pretty proud of myself for making that because I usually am lazy to do things like that. And for the past year or two years, I haven't been doing well weight-wise. I've been gaining lots of weight. And I don't know, sometimes I would take care of myself, sometimes I wouldn't. And so it was just like me being bad all the time, not having good eating habits or anything like that. So I decided this weekend I was talking with my cousin and I was telling her, you know what, I'm tired of this. Like I'm getting too much weight. It doesn't feel good at all. I've never been this, you know, overweight. And so she was like, okay, how about we like start making some meal plans? Um, like start writing down what you could eat for breakfast what you could eat for lunch and kind of make a meal plan for the whole week so we sat down and we were doing that um for me and I was typing it in the laptop and I was like okay now all I gotta do is go grocery shopping for this for these things and so I went grocery shopping I bought all that stuff that I needed and you know, Chris helped me. Thankfully, I could never go grocery shopping because I can't carry the bags up. So he's great help. I I could never be. I I could I w- I don't have enough words. I guess to to thank him enough. And so I know that kind of doesn't make sense, but <laughs> I know there's a saying something like that. But um, I. You know, I always thank him for bringing up the groceries. It's just, it makes me happy that he's able to do that for me. Um, and so the the groceries got put away. And, and so I was pretty happy about that. Um, let's see what else. I'm looking at my notes because, okay, so I know I had started exercising for for a while not maybe quite a while ago actually I had started um exercising and then I realized that I was skipping work more often than other times and that was because I would go to um to the gym and I would overexert myself and at that point I was like I can't do this anymore. So I, I remember kind of cutting down on the time that I, on, on the amount of time that I was there. But it was still um, not helping me to, 
it, it was helping, of course, but it wasn't helping in the sense of not being able to go to work. So, so I, I completely stopped because it was hurting, and I know that shouldn't be the case. I should just keep going, but it was really interfering with work, and sadly, the thing that really sucks is that typically when I exercise, it's the, um, it's the delayed, um, soreness that happens. So usually the, so that day, usually that same day that I work out, I'm okay. Then the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, this feels horribly. And then the second day, it's like the worst. It's like when the soreness really kicks in, everything is there. And so that was, uh, that was how it was, um, going down. And so I was thinking maybe I should go to the gym again, but I really don't want to go through that again. So I'm thinking I could just randomly walk the dogs and, um, consider that exercise because doing the weight training and all that stuff just wasn't working for me. I mean, I will do some maybe two pound weights on my, on my hands so I can, um, at least carry some weight, um, and build up a little muscle, but, um, I'm just, I guess I get kind of depressed when I can't do things like that because the person that I was before fibromyalgia was a very active person and very fit so or at least not like a hundred percent fit but I was like fit um in the sense of like I wasn't overweight and um I didn't have like a lot of muscle but I had like a good amount of muscle um muscle mass actually and so I I really miss that part of me I was I've always been um very uh how can I say this very motivated in exercise and so I love exercising that's one of the things I really love especially swimming and um before I used to swim two hours a day um and sometimes even more and So that's how I kept myself fit. And unfortunately, now with fibro, I'm not able to do that. Um, Swimming is very intense for me now. If anything, I can do a lap or max two laps and then I'm done. I feel very tired. And so that it's pretty depressing, you know, not being able to do what you love. Um, so for those of you that don't have fibro and are listening to this podcast to understand a bit more, um, it is pretty depressing because you, you're grieving the person you were before. And I mean, sure, things can get better, but, you know, sometimes they stay the same. And you're not able to do the things you used to love or still love, but can't do them. Um, There are times when people do get better and um, are able to do them 
um, do their type of exercise or anything that they love a little bit better, but maybe not 100%. But it is very depressing. I, I go through the grieving cycle all the time. I think us people with fibromyalgia go through that cycle. Um, we go through that cycle a lot because there are times when we're just like, okay, I accept it. It is what it is. And then we're like, well, I miss that person a lot. You know, the person I used to be. And I forget what the other, um, the other, I know it's like bargain and stuff, things like that, that are within the grief cycle. Um, but that's what we go through a lot when we haven't fully accepted the illness. We're just cycling through the grief cycle. So if you have someone with fibro, you know, understand them that they can't fully accept the illness um, quickly. It might take years. And for me, I've had fibro for, let me see, for about six, seven years. And I still haven't accepted the illness. I'm still going through the cycle, through the grief cycle. And there are times when I truly think, I'm like, wow, I think I've accepted this illness already. But then, no, I am going through the cycle. And then I'm just like, I miss my, you know, my... I, I guess, like, what I mean is I miss my motivation from before, um, from loving life and feeling motivated and enjoying it and doing what I wanted to do, accomplishing things that I wanted to do. And for now, that's been really tough. You know, I went back to a school for my master's degree and... I think I have about two classes left and then the thesis, but I wasn't able to, I haven't gone back because the whole fibro has interfered with my, um, with my studying. I just can't concentrate whatsoever. And so I think I had like a two point nine or something like that and I had to bring it up to a 3.0 at least and I was you know every semester I had to appeal um not every semester but I think there were like two or three semesters that I had to appeal um because I had been in the hospital or I or my fibro had interfered with my studying so up to that point um Finally, I was to the point where I couldn't, um, or at least I thought I couldn't go back because at this point with how I left things at school was, um, I was supposed to get a 3.0, but I didn't. But for some reason online, it says, you know, that I just haven't gone back, which is weird to me. I don't know what's going on. I know I need to call back, but I don't think I'll, I'm not sure, to be quite honest. I'm not sure if I'm going to try and see if I could go back or not. Um, 
it surely is something I, I dreamed of to get my master's degree. But at this point, I don't want to stress out like I was stressing out with school. It was just a little too much for me. And I don't really need my master's degree. I just, I don't know, I just have always wanted my master's degree. So it is kind of depressing too that I can't really um, achieve that. And we'll see in the future if I finish that up or not. But aside from school, I don't know, things things I want to accomplish like are just, they seem like a, they seem like they're so far away from reach. But moving on, um, let me look at my notes. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention, I know back with the sleeping, um, I noticed that I need at least 10 hours of sleep. And that's, yes, at least 10 hours of sleep. I, I actually um, try to go to sleep at 7 p.m. And I wake up at 5.20. So I'm just a little over 10 hours. Um, But it truly isn't enough. There is... I feel like I need 12 hours um, or more to actually feel a little okay in the morning to be able to get up. But every morning is quite a hassle. I wake up at 5.20 and I'm just like, I really don't want to go to work that's like my everyday routine it's like it's my alarm goes off and I just think geez like I just wish I wouldn't be working because this is horrible but I I don't know how I make myself go to work to quite be quite honest I just kind of push myself and I'm just like, okay, you can do it. <laughs> but it's it's very tough um, for those of you that know someone with fibro who doesn't work, you know. Um, it's tough um, going to work, and it's tough not going to work because you feel so useless. So the days that I don't go to work, I feel useless. I'm like, well, this illness has me like this. What What am I worth? And so... Um, so if you know someone with fibro, just understand them, be there for them, um, understand that, you know, they don't feel worth it when they don't work and when they work and miss work, they kind of don't feel well because they can't be there all the time and they have to miss work a lot. So in my situation, excuse me, um, in my situation, I go to work, but I have two days that I can work from home, um, which make things a lot easier. Um, I So I have a reoccurring um, days that I, that I work from home, and that's Mondays and Thursdays. And then I have a situational um, agreement where I can call the days that I, that I, that I, that I work in the office, I can call those days and be like, okay, I don't feel well. Can I work from home? And because I have a situational agreement, I'm they're able to say yes and let me work from home. So that's a benefit that you can have at work where I work. 
And I truly recommend um, for those of you that work and and have the type of work that you're able to work from home, um, I would suggest um, bringing that up with your supervisor or whoever you um, whoever you report to. Um, let them know that if it's a possibility for you to work from home, maybe once a week or twice a week. But I totally go for once a week so you can kind of see how it feels like working from home. And um, there's also a thing, and I think I have mentioned this before, there's an FL, FMLA form um, that, you can, um, that you can submit to HR. And what you do is you fill that out with your doctor. And basically what your doctor needs to do is in the section where it says like how long is or how long is this going to be or something about your absence, I think. Well, all your your doctor has to do is put intermittent absence. And so in it's in record that you're able to miss work intermittently um throughout you know a specific amount of time and my doctor puts infinitely because there's no cure to fibro and so they that will keep you from being fired um because you're absent a lot you have that backup that your doctor that your doctor signed and put that in the fmla form so the, that's a good option um, to have if you're if you feel concerned that you might um, be fired from work. Just make sure you fill out the FMLA form, send it to HR, or personally um, hand it over to HR. But first, make an appointment with your doctor, um, and that would be either your your rheumatologist or your um, primary but I would suggest it would be your rheumatologist who actually um, manages your fibromyalgia um, but and if you don't see a doctor um, or a rheumatologist per se make an appointment with one and let them know what's going on um, I know for me I I don't, I, I really, I have a rheumatologist that I saw in the beginning when I was first diagnosed and then I stopped seeing him because my psychiatrist took over with the medicine that he, he recommended such as Cymbalta. So now my psychiatrist takes care of all my medication and so there was no need to see him anymore and so every time I need something I'm like hey you know I've seen you this amount of time and you're still my doctor, but I just don't see you because my psychiatrist has taken over the medication. And so he's actually very willing to do things for me, such as letters and the FMLA form and things like that. So that, that's been very beneficial for me to, you know, kind of keep in touch with him by asking for letters and things like that. Um, but yeah, definitely, I would highly recommend you doing this FMLA form. And cover yourself just in case you think you're going to get fired. Um, it's one way to to make sure that you don't. Alright, so... Oh, what else? Um, I guess I haven't been feeling well because my dog is not doing well. Um, my dog, Density, got injured. And we think she got injured because she jumped off a 
pretty tall bed and so her left um her left paw is she's not using it she, she's limping and then she occasionally uses it but then she still limps so I'm kind of concerned about that I'm really concerned that she'll have arthritis she is 10 years old so she is kind of up there in age so I don't know I'm kind of I, I really hope she doesn't and so right now we're just giving her anti-inflammatory um, medication so we'll see how she turns out in a few um, in a few days and hopefully it does get better all right well you all have a good day it's time for me to go I'm actually going to go over to my mom's house right now and maybe help her help her do some uh, some dinner so that that will be um, nice all right well you can always email me at fibro w oop, wrong way <laughs> life w fibro at gmail.com that's l-i-f-e-w-f-i-b-r-o at gmail.com so i'm always willing to hear from you all um i like to hear from you i like to hear your stories i want to see how you're doing um and things like that um if you have any suggestions as podcasts that i can do that'd be great i really encourage you to do that because um there are times i just have things of my life that i have to share but um nothing really educational but um if you guys have any suggestions please email me then in my uh instagram i am you can search for me on n r o d r i one 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 and you can search for that and I should come up. All right. Well, um, you guys have a good day and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.